Nobody dies, it's okay. They're not dolls, are they? La da 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 da. You don't remember the first time you kissed a corpse? Welcome to Unethical Podcast. I thought you did start recording a while ago. Oh, no, I did not, in fact. Oh. Anyway, back to being post-coital from my Cairo. Back to Richard's (laughs) butthole. Same thing. Same thing. (laughs) Same conversation. And to clarify, because I realized it only just uh, said recording, there was actual no post-coital. What I mean was, Christy listens later and she's like, excuse me? No, no. She's just like, I, I, anyone who doesn't go to a Cairo, I think needs to go because it is the greatest thing ever. But they're so expensive. Really? Why is it 65 bucks and we get half of it back on Medicare? Must be nice. Up here, if you want to get cracked like a glow stick, it's going to cost you. Well, yeah, that's true. I guess Cairo's not coming. When I was a kid, like orthotics were at the, like you could get, you know, those stupid shoe inserts. Like the yeah. fix your arch here. That was at a Cairo and those were covered. But I think that's the only thing. Mm. From Cairo. Okay. So before we get into it, how many racist jokes am I allowed to make? And which name do I use for our guest in that order? Um, <laughs> that's up to him, Richard. You shut up. Yeah. I wasn't asking you. <laughs> make as many as jokes you want and you can say Sumit. That's Sumit. my first okay. name. Sumit. All right. Just checking. And make as many as you can. That's fine. As many as you can possibly fit. Yeah. Starting now. Start, We're starting go. the unethical counter go. right now. Hang on. I'm going to open up an actual counter. <laughs> I'm going to tell a, sto- a very quick story before Richard gets into it. No, 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 I- no, no, no. Because I assume it's going to be on the counter. So you just wait. <laughs> right, I'll give context. So I have this, um, this wonderful gentleman who used to work um, as like my second in charge at one of my restaurants. And he is from India. Okay. But I don't know where and I didn't want to be racist. He's definitely not Sri Lankan. Okay. So I, I know that there's I know the difference. So two things. Whenever he gets super, super drunk, he always walks in and he sounds exactly like Raj from Big Bang Theory. Yeah, he yeah. walks into the room and he goes, I love you, Bobby, and walks up to me like that all the time. And he tells everybody that we speak to, he goes, Bobby found me in a cardboard box floating down the river and then she picked me up and I spoke no English and then she gave me a home. And I was like, it makes me sound like I've got immigrants just living in my place. I was like, Alpesh, stop it. <laughs> so maybe if he he's not up, from Sri Lanka, then he's maybe from Bangladesh or Pakistan. That's not India. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that is typical Indian. <laughs> So yeah, he does it all the time. Every time he walks in, he goes, guys, speak no English. I was like, you speak perfect English, mate. Shut up. <laughs> That's what I happened. I got pulled over almost like six or seven times. And this is like a quick story. I won't take much time, but I had like kidney stones initially when I came here because I just ate everything because I was like, oh, burger, yes, this, yes, cheese fries, yes. So I ate everything and I had kidney stones. 
and I had to like pee every now and then. It was so hard to for me to control. And I would usually just pull over over here in the side and just start peeing in the bush. And every time I would get pulled over and I would just say no English and try to get out of it. I would say <laughs> six times out of seven times I got out of it. And the last time the police officer is like, listen, you can't do this. No more pee pee on the road. And I'm like. <laughs> so, yeah, every time when we get in trouble, it's like we can speak English. That's the best way. Yeah, 100%. I've seen it work. I've seen it happen and work so many times because I work with so many multicultural because over here in Australia, we've, you know, got so many different people from so many different cultures and I work with a lot of Filipinos and a lot of Indians. Yeah. And so like a lot of them pull that every single time they get in trouble. Oh, I don't speak any English. Sorry, la, no English. <laughs> we will teach you some words so that they will know enough. I know, I know jaldi. That's all I know. What do you know? Jaldi. Oh yeah, that means like faster, Hurry. quicker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can harass my, my yeah. multicultural workers. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a whip too? Do you bring that? <laughs> Jaldi! 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 She just says Jaldi and the music starts coming in. It's like, oh my god, she's coming, she's coming, let's get ready. <laughs> Where are my shrimps, bastard? <laughs> Get more shrimp on the Barbie now. <laughs> they go crazy, you know that. <laughs> you, so you say a very multicultural workplace where you are, Glow, like lots of different, like do you guys have Russians? I've worked with three Russians. Yeah. Are they all she fucked was, or what? No. So I, she was hired and I should have known, but I didn't. And I walked in and I was like, she was like, I reckon six foot two. She was very, very <laughs> tall. Maybe just six foot, but she was very tall. And she was stunning. And her name was Katya. And she was fucking stunning. And I was like, oh, my God, who is this chick? And when did we hire her? And what is her name? And then they were like, guys, she's 15. And I was like, that is illegal to look like that. <laughs> to 15? look like that at 15. <laughs> but, yeah, no, otherwise, a lot of Irish, a lot of Poms. Yeah, lots of Irish. That's interesting. A lot um, of what? Poms. What the fuck is a palm? A Brit. Are you, are you kidding me? We're not no. kidding you. Nobody says palm over here. We're... Everybody says no. palm. Settle down. Yes. Okay. No. It, sa- it stands for <laughs> it stands for prisoner of her majesty. Wouldn't that be an Australian? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about hey, to Siri, say that. <laughs> what is a pom? Pomegranate juice. No, well, not a chemical. An engineering thermoplastic polymer. No, 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 no. This is going to get very, very specific. Tell you right, I believe. I feel like your series Indian too. <laughs> I'm learning so many things. You are, in fact, yeah. my first brown friend, Sumit. Um, yeah. Aww. A a person. What's it say? A person, a British informal, person. often derogatory. Yeah, but <laughs> I, say uh, get the I, ticker. Uh, we didn't only say uh, we said racism. Not yeah, we didn't say just towards uh, Indian people. Racism. <laughs> We're up to Click. seven now. <laughs> I, I asked an English person if it was derogatory, and they said no. It's like us calling each other. Aussies. Yeah, okay, because I'm going to believe an English person over Google. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, 
I know that in our show's history, we've been kind of staying to North America. So I started when I was starting to do a lot of research for private dicks, I started thinking maybe I should do places, other places. Uh, and then I did, I found cases all over lately. If you guys have noticed, they've been different countries. This one here, I was looking up Russia because Russia's fucked up. That's why I asked about the Russians. Uh, we got our first person of color on the show. We're doing a show about Russia. This is the fucking most multicultural show we've done. Fuck yeah. Boom. Yeah, except, you know, just like Paris and Denmark and Australia. We've done all sorts of them, <laughs> but was there ever a, a brown person here? No. In attendance? <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Uncle Mushrooms is Mexican. Oh, I think. that's cool. Yeah, he's definitely Hispanic. That sounds right. Oh. Sounds right. That's also like a pretty good brown too. Yeah, those are it's the a bright brown. That's and a... technically, Rick is non-human. <laughs> that's true cyborg <laughs> we've had cyborg on the show for sure a lot i looked into russian crime that's why i like specifically went into russian crime wait uh, wait i'm gay this is super diverse anyway keep going. that's true that's what i'm saying i'm i'm white cis male diverse as they come does that make sense no it doesn't all right <laughs> <laughs> so this one's from russia guys and it's fucking gross and i'm sorry in advance in fact i'm not no, sorry you're not. Yeah, I'm not sorry. Not. You know why I'm not sorry? Because there's a video that goes along with this. And when I watched the video, that's how I got it. Uh, I got into the story. I disturbed myself. So I was like, if I have to disturb myself, yeah, for okay. Because staring show... straight into the pussy of the black dahlia wasn't disturbing at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of disturbing. But that's like old. Okay. Since it's like black and white photos, it feels like it's not real. You know what I mean? It feels like an old movie. It's not. This is from fucking recent. Richard, just quick question before we get started. Yeah. Where did the babies come from? <laughs> from in the house! They were from in the house! <laughs> don't do it to me again. Oh, that was brilliant. Oops. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Sorry? There um, better not be babies coming from inside the house in this one, or I there's swear no, to God. The, there's no... Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm very disturbed by this. There's not one murder. Oh, cool. Ooh. All right. Let's Hero murder. No, oh, no, not cool. Not cool. Yeah, think about that. So <laughs> Oh no, he's Australian. No murder. What did we do? The worst guy that I've ever heard of in my whole life. He's Australian. Hey! The guy, the child porn guy, the guy that like has a huge child porn ring. He makes, he like runs this big underground market of child torture porn. Was that the WA guys? I think he was. I'm not sure. All I remember is there was this big case because one of the FBI found a video called Daisy's Destruction. Oh, and then they found his whole underground oh worst man who ever lived in my opinion i felt like every time when you do a research about like the worst people in the world they're always like white people coming in <laughs> and there is no more race like you cannot see any darker person or someone with different race coming in there because i feel like we just can't get out of it it's only the white people race where they would like have 20 murders and still nobody would ask anything like imagine me trying to do something really crazy and just going out of here doing something i'll just get caught in the first street lights over here because i didn't stop at the stop sign and i was just rolling you know what i mean it doesn't even it doesn't even matter if you did it they're gonna blame you anyway if you yes. were up here kill it if there's an up here a serial killer they'd be like where's the brown guy and they'd go yeah. find you first so that's that's why i see what you're it saying it usually yeah. happens that the worst of the worst are always in the white white people rage and it's always they're like ted bundy or you take any one of them but you'll never find anybody who's like this is the greatest killer 
who killed like 25 people per minder. You'll never hear any of that. <laughs> <laughs> this is Manfred, the world's greatest yeah. killer. <laughs> <laughs> Gagging deep today. <laughs> not only he gagged deep but he called three people and they're all dead now <laughs> never happened gag deep his brother man deep i love him yeah. I love and him that's like. how and they all went to dick shit's house and that's why they went into deep shit you know <laughs> that's like another six or seven for your for your counter there celeste oh yeah we're up there <laughs> Yeah, this, this, like I said, there's no murder, but this didn't creep me out more. Like, we've done worse people. This is just creepy as fuck. That's all. Okay. Also, I don't think, I don't think it's necessarily only to do with the color of your skin, Sumit. It's also because you guys make incredible food and people who make that good of food, like, no one's sitting there going, I'm going to murder your whole family, but also here's a butter chicken with some papadums. No one does that. Like, those, your people can't create the food that they create and murder people it's just it's not possible no they take child brides <laughs> instead <laughs> <laughs> okay that one's for me <laughs> and they don't let their women drive so there's that much there's that much good what? food over there hang on hang on hang on we're getting into like saudi arabia here no that's different whole different ball game we're not touching that wait he, racist aren't they the same there you go i had another one <laughs> <laughs> you all look the same to me. <laughs> oh, shit. oh my god! Uh, all right, sorry. So continue. That's okay. This is the guy. I look behind. Continue. Me. Oh, he hasn't even started yet. That's god, okay. I want a butter right. chicken now so bad. Right? <laughs> I fucking love butter chicken. Me too, man. Give me some butter oh. chicken and some naan. Mm. Oh, garlic naan. Yeah. Oh. You got me thinking about fucking butter chicken now. Where was I? <laughs> So this guy's name is Anatoly Moskvin, all right? He was born on September 1st, 1966 in Nitsny Novgorod, the fifth biggest city in Russia. Uh, his parents were named Elvira and Yuri. I only give them names because I have to say, instead of saying his parents a million times, I'm just going to say Elvira and Yuri. Otherwise, I don't really care. One day uh, in the Russian equivalent of the third grade, Moskvin comes home with bruises after walking home from school. He tells this story later in life, but claims like, okay, so this guy tells a lot of this history comes from him. So there's a lot of it that I don't know how true it is. I'm just going to, I'm going to tell you when I, 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 it's murky for me because if it comes from him, I'm not really sure. But so he tells the story later in life, but he claims that he'd been raped by an older man. Uh, and I'm not really sure if he'd ever told his parents about this, like the, on his walk home, that's why he came home with bruises. I don't know if the trauma from being raped is what made Anatoly a weird kid that everyone made fun of. Like, I don't know if that secret is what made him all fucked up or if he was just a weird kid. Like, I'm t I think he's just trying to make excuses as to why he was the weird kid because he says a lot of fucking weird shit, but it could have happened. That's what I'm trying why to say. Why was he weird? Because he never sat down? <laughs> <laughs> one of those, you know that we all have one kid, you know, that just, just is the weird kid in class. He's that kid. He's just the super smart book nerd kid that the kids didn't really get along with. Super smart. You don't know that kid? He is no, I, I am the kid. weed. Okay, so he's he's the class like dork. Yeah. Yeah. The one but who he thinks he's like smarter than everybody, not like the class Chris Chan. No, 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 no. He's just quiet, kind of keeps himself. He's the weird kid who just reads books instead of plays outside, you know. I was the class Chris. How Chan. high were the cuffs of his pants? Whatever Russia, if he's allowed to have cuffs. I don't know if uh Soviet Russia let you have cuffs. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think he was weird because he started balding at the age of five or something. Yeah. He, <laughs> he was all the vodka he was drinking. <laughs> two more, two more races. It was uh, all the vodka he was drinking from a bottle at a, as a child or the toxic alcohol syndrome. Whatever it was, it was probably the trauma from the rape. I'll just give him it, um, but I don't know. But you don't even know that the rape happened. We know he drank vodka from a bottle. <laughs> there you go. Another one. <laughs> and that one's for Celeste. Since he's Russian, maybe it's because his parents were drinking while he was in the womb. His mom was drinking. So maybe it's that too. Or it's because his, his diet only existed on potatoes. Maybe. Possible. And horse. Even if he ate, if they let him eat, who knows? Why wouldn't they let him? I'm confused. What's that? What do you I'm confused, confused why they wouldn't let him eat. Because it's Russia and there's no food. It's like 1966 Russia. It's all That would fuck. explain why he couldn't get away from a rapist. He'd be so tired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what do you mean? The, the social structure meant that everybody gets equal amounts of everything. Yes. Russia's always played fair. They all get a potato. They, uh, they all get a potato, yeah. His parents noticed how weird he was even. They even say it later on that he was a weird kid. And they tried to confront him about it. Like, what's going on? Why are you acting out like this? Why are you being weird? Just go hang out with the other kids. And every time they would bring it up to him, he would lose his mind. He'd freak out on them and get angry and lose his shit. So his parents, after a while, (laughs) they just gave up on it. They just said, okay, you be the weird kid. Okay, you go nuts. This is from a young age. This is grade three, whatever that is, like seven. We're not going to be able to continue if Celeste keeps her cleavage out like this, just saying. <laughs> She's right. Cover up. It's disgusting. It's- um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, I wanted to mention that it's really hard to keep your shit when your butthole's been stretched. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh I don't know, ask Richard, he'd know. Yeah, would you? I would. Oh, we're just going to gloss over that? Okay, keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Why unpack what's been packed, am I right? (laughs) 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 And by that, she means Richard's fudge. (laughs) That's what I mean. (laughs) Um, Good one, good one. All right, I'm just going to have to put a little sticker over her. her I can't fix it. There's no way... Just take- it's okay. Don't don't worry about where she 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 can get through it. She'll 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 make her way through it. Oh God! Just think <laughs> about butter chicken. Yeah, just think, that makes think it of, worse. Think about <laughs> <laughs> think about the sauce dripping through. No I'm kidding. <laughs> Damn! I've just found a new kink. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's that new. <laughs> So it's like I've been doing that since I was a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how I learned cooking. <laughs> Celeste cleavage? <laughs> a tip, never start from the back because when it goes to different places, it hurts and it burns. <laughs> yeah. Start from the front. Oh. <gasps> you don't want it burning before it comes out. No, that's double the burn. Yeah, that's where you get out of the family name and they kick you out because it just burned before it's supposed to digest. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No respect. Sorry. Anyway, so he was drinking a lot. He was a weird kid. Anatoly was very smart, like I said. Uh, he didn't have many friends, bullied all the time. He spent all any extra money he could find on books. Now, here's another story. To, he writes this one. Like, anyways, he writes this one later. So I believe this one a lot more. Uh, at the age of 12... Anatoly says a bunch of men in black suits came and grabbed him when he was out on a school event. Apparently when you're in Russia and you're a kid, they have recycling days 
and like all the kids from the schools will like compete each against each other all the schools will compete to like f- who can find the most recycling to give to the fucking oh, motherland you meant they were recycling him yeah no they're recycling paper and so Anatoly was going to weird places and he ran into these fucking people and they grab him and they pull him they're all wearing suits and they pull him at into a funeral where there's like 20 people around a little casket for an 11 year old girl named Natasha Petrova. She died getting out of the bathtub and she was grabbing for a towel, but missed and grabbed a live wire that they had on a fucking by a, a bathtub in 1970 something Russia. Jesus Christ. Uh, she just died instantly. So they're all at a funeral for her. And Anatoly was brought to the grief consumed mother of Natasha. She gives him an apple and promises to give him some more money and some more fruit. All he has to do was go over to her dead daughter's corpsey face and give it a kiss. Is this a fever dream? This is also, real. Also, was one of the guys in the red suit Tommy Lee Jones? They're black suits. Or Will Smith? <laughs> no, well, it can't be Will Smith because this is Russia and Will Smith is black. So... Yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> I think he does cocaine too, just nobody knows about it. He's just in this dreamland. I gonna say no. This is this is this one here out of all the stories that he tells, I believe this one. It's true. I was the corpse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what baffles me is that doesn't matter Russia or India or whatever country you are, you are in a sh- you're in a bathroom, right? You're taking shower, and that's where the live wire is hanging. And it's in such a place where possibly you might pick it up while you're trying to grab a towel. So it's like, this is logic, dude. This has nothing to do with third world country or first world country or depression or anything. This is purely illogical option that no. they're following. Where do you put it's, your live wires? It's, it's, it's poor architectural design. That's what it is. I don't know why you're putting live wires in a wet room. That's like, that's a no-no. I reckon that's one of the first things you learn in architecture. Yeah, but every room in your house is a wet room. Let's pretend, yeah, that's true. And even uh, even if you do have a live wire in your wet room, you don't leave your 11-year-old showering by themselves near the live wire because they'll kill themselves, and that's what happens. Yeah. I'm going to cook for three. We don't know if she's going to come out or not, but we'll should... cook for three. Are you pro-showering no. with your with 11-year-olds, Richard? No. I'm pro, I'm pro giving them a sponge and saying, don't die. I reckon we should all do what Indonesia does and just get a big bucket of water and everybody gets a scoop and a rag because that way the live wires won't be a problem. They tell him, you want some more fruit? You want some more money? You want some money? Go kiss my daughter's face. And he doesn't want to. He says he fucking cries. He wails. So they say, if you kiss her face, you get some more fruit and some money. He doesn't want to. He's pissed. He's like, what? No, I'm not going to do this. And they like. For an apple? I see, Fuck, I, I do it. I see. Yeah. I see it written two different ways. One was that all the, the men that were in suits like forced his face down to her face. But I also see that it's the mother that forces his face down. So I like the mother's story more. So I'm going with that. Uh, and the mother shoves his face down. He doesn't know what to do. So he just, to get out of it, he kisses it, but he doesn't kiss the face once. He kisses her three times. They only asked for one. They only asked for one kiss. This guy. He gave her three. One. How much tongue was in Waldo? <laughs> <laughs> well, her tongue would have been out because she was dead. So she would have been yeah. like. <laughs> that better be a good apple. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, he's owed three apples, sir. Yeah, three apples. Yep. So he does it. He does it. And then when he uh, does the kiss, Natasha's mother then comes over. She puts a brass ring on an Anatoly's finger 
and she has a second brass ring where she puts it on her dead daughter's finger. No, no, no. Yeah, That's did. a marriage. That's, That's a marriage. No. Then they give him a basket of fruits and some money and send oh, okay. him on his way. That's fine. They tell Moskvin, don't tell anybody about your new wife for at least 40 days. Oh. Okay. After that, go nuts. Just keep your mouth shut till then. Yeah, I believe this. This is Russia. I believe it 150%. But brass <laughs> also, come on. Fuck. A, a basket of fruit and a brass ring? Basket of fruit, maybe. What's the worst that can happen? I think he will just sit down with that mud and he will try to do that ghost thing and she'll come from the back and they'll make a nice pot or something. It will be a romantic <laughs> thing. That's, at the not, end of it, you know? that's not what happens. Here's what happened. He, okay, later in life when he tells the story, he says that the strange marriage to Natasha was useful and it gave him a magnetic-like attraction to graveyards. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I read this in only one spot, but apparently Anatoly used to have nightmares about the girl. So it was the exact opposite of what you're saying. Stop, you stop, 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 yeah. stop, 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 stop. You said you saw a video that got you into this case? Yeah. So <laughs> we're just going to gloss over that one, too. All we'll right, we'll cool. get there. We'll get there. Nobody dies. It's okay. Yeah. Nobody's They're dies. already dead. It's fine. But yeah, apparently I read this only one spot that he had nightmares about the girl so much so that he felt like he was haunted by the dead girl. And when he was sleeping, yeah. he'd have nightmares. The, and the dead girl forced him ab about learning witchcraft, black magic, and the occult. Of course she did because he tongue punched her corpse. What? Of course. They're married for crying out loud. Yes. I don't know if the, obviously the ghost haunting is not true, but uh, this pushed him in that direction. Uh, he did have a fascination with the cult for the rest of his life after this. He claims the nightmares got so bad that he went to visit the dead girl's parents to like tell them, like, get her to let me alone. I don't know uh, what to hold do up, here. Hold up, that's his mother and father-in-law. Show some respect. That's true. That's yeah. true. His mother. He went and saw his mother and father-in-law. My fault. I just wrote that. He wrong. gave. Her, they gave him a basket of fruit. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 her dowry. Than... Yeah. She was little, so it wasn't very big yet. But <laughs> that was her entire dowry. Yeah. The in-laws. Tell Anatoly, the only way to get rid of these nightmares is if you bring us a tooth. Kate, what the fuck are these people doing? <laughs> Black magic. Only supposed baby? To be, I thought it was only supposed to be like New Orleans bog witches sort of shit that does this. Do they have bog witches? They can't have bogs. It's too cold in, in Russia. It's vodka yaga over there. Tundra witches. Uh, Tundra. It's vodka yaga over there. Vodka yaga. <laughs> All right, I'm drawing vodka yaga. I'm doing it. Like, like a human tooth? Like a tooth, like a human tooth. So he goes to one of his friends or people at his class. I don't think he had many friends. And he gets a tooth and he brings it back to them. And when he he says the day after he brought that tooth, he never had a nightmare again. The girl's hey, you gone need forever. to stop. You can't just gloss over. He went to school and got a tooth. Yeah. Where did I, he get the tooth from? I, this is chaos. I got to tell you right now, this, hard, this case was super hard to research because a lot of the fucking uh, details are just not there. I feel like a lot of this, I, mean, I say it later on, but I feel like a lot of this, the way it's reported to us is Russian propaganda to make him sound worse than he is. Like, I feel like it, it's trying to explain how fucked up this guy is by saying a lot of this occult and black magic shit. Where did the tooth come from, Richard? Ex Where did from the tooth the come from? <laughs> from? From in the house. From in the gums. <laughs> came from in the gums. It came from in his own mouth. It could have came from him. I don't know. It, they, he said he got a tooth. This is him saying this. I don't fucking know where he got it exactly. He didn't really say. Um, it, from what I can see, there's Russian articles that I had to translate that were half of it wouldn't translate. Anyways. Uh, Do you speak me. Russian? 
No, you can put Google Translate and it'll translate the entire oh, website. Man, you could have just said yes and I would have believed you. <laughs> Those translators are so bad on Google that it literally says something else. Maybe it's not a tooth. Maybe it's another apple or pineapple or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it maybe, could be anything. Yeah. Exactly. But he just, he, he claims it's, it, no more nightmares. This is why I don't trust everything Anatoly says, right? Because there's fucked up weird shit like that. Like as if you brought a tooth and then the nightmares stopped. But I mean... I don't know. This is his thing saying it. I don't know what to believe with this guy. I'll mention it every time. I don't know if I believe him or not. Okay. You want to get rid of the nightmares? You bring me vodka and a tooth. And a tooth. <laughs> and I want three kisses tongue to tongue. Yeah. I want three kisses on her tongue. <laughs> but I'm a boy. That's the magic. You got an apple. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to say, maybe he was just so awkward. He didn't understand that she was just trying to like bond, you know, this girl's talking to me. Oh no. Witchcraft witch. She's a witch. Yeah. Like imagine Sarah comes in and is like, how you, how was your day? And you're just like, witch. Bring me two. That would be the worst thing ever. <laughs> Which like, brings me a tooth. Yeah. <laughs> Which bring me a tooth. And where's yeah. my vodka where's my apple poor guy he's, yeah. he's 13 years old imagine this happening to you when you're 13 like you know what i mean you're still not even like again no thank yeah. you yeah 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 russia's a weird place i don't know yeah. what i don't know if, what kind of weird sect these guys were into but they were definitely doing some ritual at 13 i had my own problems yeah. i would be like listen man i cannot marry you i already have my issues tongue kisser for an apple hell no not even for an apple iphone baby Bye bye. <laughs> uh, you already what? If you were thirteen, you were already married or betrothed or. <laughs> My dad is already talking with his best friend for his daughter already. I cannot have two wives already. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm already betrothed to. Um... I'm arranged here. <laughs> yeah, I'm already betrothed to Priyanka. I can't. Sorry. And where's where's her betrothed? You know, like why is it yeah. him all of a sudden? Yeah, Nobody's asking true. with the girl's perspective because she's dead. That's not fair. Yeah, yes, not fair at all. After this, like I said, he became very interested in death, graveyards, the occult stuff like that. And he was kept after this. He kept visiting graveyards all the time. Uh, he would sometimes go actually visit his bride. Generally, mm-hmm. just walk around her grave and chill out and talk a little bit. Uh, he also had a few friends that he said he would go walk through cemeteries. I also saw places that he would go walk solo at night through graveyards and his parents would bring him to graveyard. Yeah. His parents would bring him to cemeteries too, which I don't know if they, he told them about this kiss thing either, but if he did, that's some fucked up shit. They're like, Oh, you made, you had to kiss a corpse. Come under the graveyard all the time. You know, let's chill. Let's chill at the graveyard. Uh, yeah even parents are like listen i'm looking for that promotion right now i don't want to deal with you yeah we'll take you wherever where you want to go okay fine yeah that's fine kiss people we don't care just wash your (laughs) face before you come home and do not eat apples anymore we're done yeah stop with the apples and And i'm not giving you any open your mouth do you have all your teeth yeah okay you can come in (laughs) (laughs) he's just missing teeth all the time (laughs) the nightmares they won't stop (laughs) Uh, but this this kid is a, a pretty big genius too. Through his, uh, he he taught himself thirteen different languages. Whoa, shit! What yeah, fluently? Uh, yes, he, he he ended up going to his, uh, Moscow State University 
um, and graduated from the philological faculty. Do you guys know what philologist, philology, philo, philology, 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 no, it's the study of language in oral and written historical resources. Let's pretend you had like an ancient text or something you want to translate it and studied. He would read it and relay the information to you about the text, taking historical context and the language into account to tell an accurate and authentic telling of the tale. So interpretation and language like this guy was a language kind of genius. There you go. Wow. Yeah. And he also, I saw, I see this is another Anatoly thing. I don't really, uh, this one here is where I think it's Rush, Russian propaganda. I don't really think this part's true, but they say it in a lot of articles. In university, he joined a Luciferian group. Wow. And apparently the Luciferians had strict rules about no fun stuff like sex, <laughs> alcohol, cigarettes, drugs, like abstinence with everything. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound like the Lucifer I know. You know what I mean? That yeah. doesn't sound... So that doesn't sound true at all. So I just think that's trying to make him sound worse than he is from the Russians. Yep. But I do know he did follow this uh, through his life. He didn't drink or smoke or have sex ever. I think he's still a virgin, even to this day. Whoa. So you're telling me the only kiss that he had was with a corpse and that was a <laughs> <Yeah>. fourth kiss? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talk about sadness in life. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. After university, Moskvin was described by his peers as a genius, but also an eccentric. His main area of study was Celtic history and folklore, as well as language and linguistics. Lots of Celtic lore can involve life and death intersecting and blurring at certain points. Mm. One of Celtic folklore's main themes is death and resurrection. Yeah, uh, okay. There's lots of like Celtic witchcraft that involves bringing shit back to life, too. Bye. Hey, I know where this, he's going with that. He's like, I'm married and I'm a man of I'm a man of the scripture, so I will only be intimate with my wife. And it, and I'm not about fucking corpses at this stage. So the only other option I have is to get that bitch to come back to life. I think it's valiant. He's killing himself every day emotionally because of the fact that he brought that tooth and pushed her away. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So really, he's doing the valiant thing. Uh, in a way, I think that's kind of part of it. I don't, I don't know if it's because of he's trying to is. be. I honestly, I never even thought of it that way, but I think that's what he's doing. I don't think he's like faithful, let's say, but maybe it is. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's part of that. I think so. I think he's a good dude, little misguided, thinks he can do things with vodka and a tooth. And, I, you know, all she wanted to do was talk to him about his day. He's a faithful man. He needs his wife to come back so he can bonk her. Yeah, but yeah. you're operating under the assumption that spirits eat. No, well, I don't think he really cares. It's Russia. <laughs> Fair point. And one on the fucking racist list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so his his main interest, though, overall, was the study of graveyards burial rituals and like I, I keep saying the occult he never moved out of his parents house he always lived with his, in his apartment with Lame. his parents uh, in his room he had a collection of over 60,000 books and documents books to do with language occult and really anything like so many different things how big was his room 60,000 you'll you'll see how big his room is you lied to me why this is christian 
<laughs> Except instead of it's, Sonichu, it's like how to create a summoning circle. It's Christian Chen's Office <laughs> he, he always loved to read, like I said earlier. He was a many times published scholar. So uh, like I said, he was pretty smart at the university. He used to do, give lectures. He also had a large collection of antique dolls. Oh. Ooh, blow up or acrylic or um made of various <laughs> made of various things made plaster. of various things plaster russian dolls that's uh, fucking plaster like, ow uh yeah we'll talk about it what? in the philo- <laughs> in the philology world moskin would criticize other historians like i saw a story where he criticized another historian called yulia zadorozna i love fucking trying to say names and she was working on cemetery history he claimed that her accounts couldn't be accurate he was like you suck at what you do you didn't dig up the bodies and look at them how do you know what you're saying is true you have oh. to dig up the body if you're going to look at it well, jokes that's, on you i did bitch <laughs> that, and that's that's how he would do his research he said it. he's like i'd have to dig up the bodies to check like I'm not fucking. I'm I'm putting this out into the world. I don't need to know it's true. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He's yeah. He was mad at that she was trusting church records. Like who trusts the church? You moron. I just find that interesting that he was very scholarly. Uh, I also read somewhere that he had a non-sexual relationship with a na- lady named Julia, probably Julia too, another Julia, in 2003. Uh, apparently, Julia was religious and also celibate. Boring. I know. What's the point? Uh, Moscow wanted to keep his vow of celibacy, so they looked into adopting later that year. No, that's cheating. It's cheating? I'd say helping a little poor Russian street rat kid, you know? Remember Katya? Katya. (laughs) 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 Yeah, but they weren't allowed to, to, to adopt. Oh, I wonder why. They didn't make enough money and they weren't married. That's the Russian rules. You have to have enough money and you have to be married. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, I agree. Stupid. The money thing, like that, makes yeah, it's stupid. Not that he should be allowed to adopt. Like, I'm very, I'm conflicted. Yeah. <laughs> Between 2005 and 2007, Moskvin was commissioned by fellow academic and publisher Oleg Rubia R- Ryabov to visit 700 cemeteries. <gasps> by the year 2000, Moskvin had already been to all the cemeteries in the city and surrounding areas. So he's like, perfect, I'll, I'll go. I already have already been there. This time, Moskin's duties would be to summarize and list all the dead in the same Nitsni Novogorod cemeteries. So he was right. Uh, Oleg was writing a book and he knew Moskvin would be the perfect researcher. So over these nearly three years, Moskvin did. Vi- he visited 752 cemeteries. He wrote about each cemetery in great detail and he tried to get as much information about each person buried as he could. Is Sarah Dingus this guy? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, Sorry, that took a second to land, but well done. <laughs> and who's having this data? Like, how many people died in what cemetery? Let's have a data about this. Yeah, it's, it was a it was like a, a scholarly paper that they lost a lot of stuff during World War II. A lot of it got ruined. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, but one man's data is another man's date. <laughs> <laughs> So Moskvin collected, or he copied 900 epitaphs from monuments, compiled a card index of over 10,000 graves. He loved this shit, all right? Hmm. He sometimes walked 30 kilometers a day in cemeteries. 
Uh, he would stay there all night and day. Thought he must have been fit. He was for sure. Uh, he would sometimes drink water from puddles on the hot days because he didn't bring enough water. He didn't want to leave. Aww. He would sleep in abandoned farmhouse. <laughs> I guess once you kiss the dead, you're not too worried about what you. Yeah, know. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Every day he walked out with a truckload of apples. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he would sleep in abandoned farmhouses nearby or bales of hay. Uh, he would also sleep in the cemeteries on the graves, like themselves. He would sleep right in front of the the, the tombstone. Hey, cutie, you look good. <laughs> well, the, the Celts would sleep on top of a grave so they could be closer to the person on the inside. So he was just trying to get closer to the person there so he could understand them better. One mm-hmm. time, Moskvin slept in a coffin that was there set up for the next day's funeral. So he just got jumped in. I'm sleeping in here. Uh, that's just smart. Exactly. That's what I, uh, according to Moskvin, he was sometimes questioned by law enforcement about his, re- about recent spats of vandalism and theft on cemetery grounds. Uh, he said most of the times cops came to the graveyard, it wasn't to like harass him. It was so they could take a nap. So he wasn't too worried about the police. Mosfin always uh, was able to shake the authorities that did question him by just showing like, I work at the university and I'm doing a study. And they would go, oh, okay, good. You can be here all night long, sir. Why not? Mistake. Uh, in 2006, he was beaten up by some locals at a cemetery. Uh, but Moskvin made sure that they got arrested by his newly acquainted police friends. Oh, so this group of men didn't hold him down. No, they they were actually singing around a gravesite. They were singing around a corpse and they saw Moskvin walk by. And it was like a weird time of the day. So they thought he was a priest. So they said, Moskvin, get over here. Come sing with us, priest. Uh, and he's like, I'm not a priest. And then he just walks off. So they beat the shit out of him. They're like, I'm not a priest. How fucking dare you? Know? Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Interrupting my funeral. You fucking psycho. But yeah, he ended up getting those, those two guys ended up getting three years in jail each. Like he went and told on them right away. Good. Good. Moskvin described himself as a necropolist. Wait, 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 wait. Necropolis. Yep. Dead city builder. Dead. Br- collector uh, a necropolis is a made-up word by anatoly to mean cemetery expert um <laughs> nobody means nobody <laughs> says that except for him but he calls himself that well i'm gonna call myself that from now on so jokes on okay him. yeah fuck you anatoly now there's two necropolists out there <laughs> yeah this graveyard study of his became his gonzo journalism moment Moskvin started to freelance write about uh, a bunch of subjects in a few different magazines but mostly about his love of cemeteries Moskvin started to write for a weekly paper called Necrologies. Why did that exist? Yeah, Necrologies is a magazine that would give stories about the recently deceased, cemeteries in the area, and dead celebrities. Why? Russians, man. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, It's fucking weird. Uh, Moskvin took his recordings and wrote a documentary series called Great Walks Around Cemeteries. And he also wrote another one called What the Dead Said. His articles were written in an old fashioned style and his articles were very popular for the magazine. Like lots of people read Mosker Mosfin's research of graveyards gave him a unique perspective on the dead and his articles would be published once a week. What a niche market. Yeah. It's so weird, but I mean, crazy. Is it that different from true crime at the end of the day? Really? It's kind of yeah. Just a different branch of it. There was no true crime in Russia. They're like, okay. Celeste, whose side are you on? All right, like people <laughs> don't die in Russia. No, they don't. I mean, it's good that there was no YouTube at that time, or this <laughs> dude would be making videos. Hey guys, today we found three dead people. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, necros and necros? <laughs> 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 it's your boy. 
smash that like button smash that like button and don't forget to like and subscribe <laughs> i'll kiss another yeah. one yeah i'll kiss another one. one million subs i'm gonna kiss one million corpses i'll live stream it <laughs> yeah so alex a Yezin, uh editor of necrologies thought that there was no one like moscow in russia and thought that the research moscow was doing over the 750 graveyards was invaluable he didn't think oleg ryabov said that he didn't pay him nearly enough it was actually in an article for necrologies that Moskvin tells the story of the kissing corpse thing. He like wrote that uh, like as a kid, I did this. And this is when it got weird. Oh, this. Okay, cool. That, well, that's what it got him weird. He's like, you kiss the corpse. And he was talking about a, like some weird coming of age story when really it's a fucking abuse story. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? You don't remember the first time you kissed a corpse? <laughs> Sarah told me, I told, I was telling my wife this story and she was like, I kissed a corpse once. So like when she's like my grandma, when her grandpa died, to, like they were in tears. And she's like, if you love your grandpa, you'll kiss him. And so I was like 12 or something. So she went down and she kissed her grandpa like super creepily and then left. She's like, I don't know. I kissed a corpse once. I'm like, not me, man. I just say bye and go away. Bye <laughs> and go away. <laughs> <laughs> has, has Sarah spoken to a professional about this? Uh, I'm a bonus professional. <laughs> I, I suppose I, I didn't spe- specify what profession. So exactly, yeah. <laughs> I refuse to kiss any dead people ever. Yeah, me too. It'll be uh, in my wedding vows. If you die first, <laughs> I will not kiss your corpse. <laughs> so this article was published on October 26, 2010. All right. And this is the last article they ever uh, published of his. Good. Yeah, they got too creeped out by him. But he also wrote for other magazines. Uh, in 2008, he wrote an article or essay or something. I can't even figure out where he wrote it, but it was called The History of the Swastika from Ancient Times Until Today. That mm. got him on a list. That, wow. that, that, as soon as he published that, because this guy's a published scholar, like people know who he is. As soon as he published that, people were like, nope, watching this guy now. In 2009, authorities start getting calls from locals that their graves of their loved ones have been desecrated and dug up. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. It, it was mainly the graves of Muslim people. <gasps> oh, yeah, some, some, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Wait, oh, did we just assume his religion? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I assumed his people's religion. <laughs> I mean, in a way, yes and no, but I'm a Hindu. But however, it gets interesting. I was interesting. just about to say, um, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what... That one gets two checks. <laughs> I assume his people's religion. If it's not him, it's one of his cousins. Okay. To be fair, <laughs> and that's three. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, Muslim is the people's religion because it's the biggest religion in the world. So it Correct. is the people's religion. So you're. Yeah. So take um, one off the team, please. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm gonna go ahead. Christianity and is number one, and then it becomes like Muslims. I think Christianity is number one, and if you think. Um, Jewism as a culture, then that's the second religion, and then it becomes Muslim, and then goes well, on. Who okay? Who doesn't consider Judaism as a religion? Hitler. I don't know. I am just um, saying. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler. Hitler was the right answer. Hitler. Yeah, I, I just, I just read somewhere. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but my thing if is, you believe in the Jews? Then yeah. I guess that's number two. <laughs> Samit, you're walking on dangerous territory right now. We're okay to make fun of gays. We're okay to make fun of the Browns, the Blacks, everybody. But you stay away from the Jews. <laughs> Haven't they suffered enough? Yeah, yeah. exactly. 
Always persecuted. Yeah, so someone was going to the grave. Someone was going to the grave. <laughs> I was going to gloss over that one. Uh, on the someone was going to these Muslim pe- kids, people's graves, and they were spray painting over the pictures. Like they, I guess on their, some of the headstones, they'll have like the picture of the dead person. And they're just going over and spray painting over the pictures and leaving everything else in pristine condition. Got him. So the Russian center, <laughs> the Russian center for combating extremism initially thought there was some sort of extremist group committing all the cemetery vandalism. Uh, and yes, that is exactly what this police force is called is the center for combating extremism. Jesus Russia, what? you have to make everything terrifying. That sounds terrifying, just that. But after two years of leads going nowhere on the cemetery stuff, the agents at the Russian Center for Combating Extremism finally get a worthwhile tip because of a terrorist attack at the Domo Deovo airport on January 24th, 2011. A suicide bomber killed 37 people, injuring 173 after blowing himself up. While they were investigating the bombing, they came across some information that there'd been some seemingly anti-Muslim acts recently in the graveyard. So they thought they were connected in some way. What they did was they sent some people to go watch the where the area was that was being desecrated. And Anatoly was like, me! <laughs> I was not even there. <laughs> I was out getting a tooth and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> On November 2nd, 2011, officers from the combating extremism unit set up shop in the graveyard that had been getting robbed and they caught Moskvin red-handed. He was digging up a grave and they saw him spray painting and they said, what are you doing? And immediately after getting caught, Moskvin admitted to doing the the vandalism. He's cooperative from the police from the, the moment he did it. Anatoly told the police it wasn't the only grave he had robbed. And if they go to his apartment, they'll find more. More graves? More more bodies that he's digging up. What? What? He's taking the bodies? They don't really know. They saw him with, uh, he was digging up a grave. They don't really know what's going on yet. So they caught you on one thing. Why are you admitting to all this other shit straight away, dude? Chill. Yeah, I I agree. I I I mean, get some friends. That's what I'm going to say first. (laughs) getting friends. Is there the internet? No, we're in the 60s, aren't we? Never mind. No, we're in 2000. This is 2011. Okay, yeah. there's the internet. You can make friends. Yes, I agree. Facebook. He was getting friends. <laughs> Eight police officers followed Moskin's advice and went to search his apartment. Uh, do you want to see the video first or me explain it first? Uh, video. Oh, this is yes, the video. video. Play. The video first, because they didn't really know what they were going into, so they were recording on their body cams when they went in. Cool, let's not know what we're going to go in for. Was his wife there? He did. Uh, <laughs> so here's here's the video. Um, Great haircut. Yeah, hoarding cool. This guy is fucking Chris Chan. Remember when I said he's uh, he's got sixty thousand books, and you said how much room? He doesn't have much room, but he doesn't care. I said there was no murders. Well, when you said there are no dead people, you were kind of lying. So they don't know what they're finding yet. They're just in the house right now, looking around to see what's here because they think he's. A, they probably thought since he had that article. There's probably swastikas around around his house. Uh, he's probably a fucking Nazi. Let's figure out if he tried to blow up this fucking oh, plane. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh oh, maybe this could be one of those dolls that. These are his. These are his dolls. Yeah, and you see a bunch of books and documents, and for the people that can't see, there it's just a bunch of guys looking around a house, which they don't really know it's there yet. 
They don't understand what this is yet. Superb hoarding conditions. Superb hoarding conditions. What is he sleep? Yeah. Oh, on graves. Never mind. Sorry. On graves. Yes. <gasps> yeah. Oh my god, Chrissy, you'd have a fit. <laughs> I'd have a fit. I'd fucking lose my mind in this house. Uh, but as you can see, there's they keep seeing these dolls. Yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of them. There's shit tons of these dolls. Shit tons of books. Yeah, shit tons of like a lot of life size dolls. Yeah. They're not dolls, are they? And they're posing, sitting, and doing different things, yeah. At his apartment, they found uh, that the now 45-year-old Moskvin was a huge pack rat. Police found that the place uh, place was in total disarray with garbage and laundry and books. And there's one thing that uh, stands out in the video, though. Uh, There's very large antique-looking dolls all around the house. His Mm. collection. Some sitting up in chairs, some on shelves. Some sitting in a mess, like some sort of Getty's photo of a child being messy. Some one of the officers touches one of the dolls and it makes like a rattling sound. So he breaks the doll open and the agent sees that there's a mummified corpse of a child on the inside of it. Oh, I knew they were dolls. Boobies come from Richard. (laughs) (laughs) Where did the bodies come from, Richard? Oh, my. (laughs) The officer orders all the dolls to be collected so they can further examine them. And they do this midday. They don't really know. They have an idea. They're pulling them out of there. People are fucking watching. It's creepy. They find 26 different dolls in that house. All the dolls weren't dolls, though. They were mummified little girls between the ages of 3 and 12 that Anatoly said he'd been collecting for nearly a decade. He preserved them with a mixture of baking soda and salt and then stuffed them full of rags. Moskvin would then wrap them in nylon to keep them together. Some were wearing masks, dressed in fancy clothing, wearing makeup, looking like giant dolls. Well, that's not. Some had souvenirs from their graves burrowed inside of them, like a name placard of the person who died, uh, the hospital bracelet from the last time they were alive. Uh, One even had a dried heart inside of it. Okay. Look, it's not it's not the worst he could have done to them. I guess. Oh my god. Well, some played music, as Anatoly outfitted some with music boxes in their chest. <laughs> Inside of their chest. So when he played with them, music boxes in them. That's delightful. Oh some of them had buttons in place of their eyes. Oh so that when he watched TV Caroline. with them, it looked like they were watching movies with them. No, that's Caroline shit. That's too far. I mean, I don't mind if like that's too like, far. Oh <laughs> like Fur Delise comes out when I'm playing, like when I'm sit, like having a cuddle. Oh no, no, can't do it. One of them was <laughs> one of them even had a giant teddy bear head. Well, so it looked like a teddy bear. What? Like imagine. A music box in their chest and you just press the button it's like you call me on my cell phone <laughs> no this is russia so it'd be like rah, rah, rasputin russia. yeah that, even worse <laughs> look at that little teddy bear face on that one. Oh my god moskin would find the kids at the graveyard that were recently buried wait for Probably. stuff to calm down around the the, the whole yeah. burial of them and then he would dig them up and help. You'll see what I mean later. He would apply the baking soda and salt formula to these corpses at the cemetery, let them mummify a little bit. And then once they hardened up, he would bring them back to his home. Oh my God. Anatoly was careful, 
only doing one at a time, not to arouse suspicion. No, I'll get back to that in a little second. There's also other things found in his apartment that was a little bit fucked up. Police discovered name placards of gravestones, maps of local graveyards strewn around like in a mess. Uh, police also found pictures of and videos of open graves and dead people rotting in caskets. Some of these, that's kind of stuff. Those things I think could be explained with his research. Yeah. Because um, he's dug up bodies and shit like that. They also found boots that matched the prints at some of the grave uh, desecration sites. So they knew this was the actual. Death. Literally does not matter. He has a house full of corpses. Yeah. No amount of scented candles will make that house smell better. <laughs> no sensey. No, 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 no flavor. There is no winter cardigan flavor I, made that can make even it... even like even goop like the goop vagina candle could not help in that situation. Nothing. I mean, so I have two questions. Number one, sure. it doesn't matter. Like, whatever were the girls only Muslim or they were like any religion? All all over the place. It, it, the Muslim girls came later. Wow. He was just mad. He was mad about something. It wasn't even a hate crime. He just was pissed at the Muslim people because of the where they took their plots or something. It had nothing to do with the religion, just where they were in the graveyard. And would he do anything sexually to that? We'll we'll get to it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you right now, no. But yeah. we'll get to really more his motivation. Okay. So his parents, Yuri and Elvira, uh, they claimed they didn't have any clue what he was up to. They lived in the same place. Implied. Uh, Apparently, they were away for large parts of the year. When they were there, they weren't paying attention, obviously. If I lived with him, I'd be away. Yeah. (laughs) They just thought he had a weird obsession with dolls. Uh, Here's a quote from his mom, Elvira. We saw these dolls, but we did not suspect there was any dead bodies inside. We thought it was a hobby to make such big dolls and did not see anything wrong with it. Hmm. Following his arrest, Moskin's father suffered a heart attack and landed him in the hospital. His mother was also hospitalized shortly after, uh, saying that the stress of him getting arrested, her son getting arrested, put her there. Neighbors described the smell from the house whenever they would open the door as awful, but otherwise they were shocked. Moskvin and his parents were considered very nice, polite people around the neighborhood. After the arrest, Moskvin's parents were ostracized from the community and now live in complete isolation. Uh, Elvira says they should just kill themselves, but Yuri won't let them. That's what she said in public. She said, no, we're not allowed. <laughs> How fucking dare he? Yeah. Mosman said he had girls that he liked and some that he didn't like. The dolls that he didn't like, he kept them in his basement. The rest he kept in his room, except for one that he kept in his parents' room. He one day brought up a doll, put it in his parents' room and said, this is Masha. You don't have to be scared of her. And Masha lived in his parents' room. Okay. Was his wife there? Uh, no, very uh, no. shitty parenting happening here. That's what I'm saying. Well, no wonder mm. he's such a shitty husband then. Well, his parents. Okay, first of all, I'll I'll answer your question. He wouldn't have went for her, the his wife because she would have been long rotted away. He couldn't rebuild her. He would find fresh graves. Any new dead but kid, he would go grave. That's yeah. true. That's true. He needs to show some more respect. And the parents thing. His parents, for me, they must have known something. Like, imagine you go away for a long, like the summer, and you come back to that smell. Like, I have cats, and I leave for like five days to go on holidays or something, and there's a fucking smell. Dead bodies would make a smell. You would fucking know. There's no way they didn't know anything. You know what? If my clothes smell, my mom would like literally kill me, revive me, and then kill me again. If that would be my bedroom, I would be dead like seven times already. Yeah, for sure. To be fair, to be fair, we got to remember that this is Russia. Mm-hmm. So 
I doubt that it's the most lovely smell. Hey, hun, it stinks like dead people here. <laughs> and also, <laughs> they could also just assume that he smells like that because they can't be bothered with this kid, right? They fucking hate him. So they're just like, fuck, our twat child's still fucking smoking around with his stanky smell and his weird habits. I don't, I actually don't have the cognitive or emotional capacity to deal with this little fuck stick right now. So they could have actually just completely disassociated from him. That's true. Yeah. What they tell the people would come over and they would tell people like, this is his art. Uh, and the only time they say that they were ever concerned about the entire thing was when he would sit down and talk with the dolls. They'd be like, what are you, a child? Oh. You talk to the <laughs> dolls, you creep? Oh, that's the, that's the limit. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh, all right. Okay. Okay, fine. Friends with a doll, weird. Married to a corpse, not weird at all. <laughs> <laughs> Mossman claims uh, that his parents didn't know anything. He did most of his corpse robbing when his parents were away from April to October. Moskvin said he took the girls because he was lonely and Anatoly always wanted to be a dad and he always wanted to have a daughter and he wasn't allowed to adopt because he didn't have enough money. And his wife was dead. His first grave robbery happened after he was rejected from getting adopted and he got in a fight with his parents about the adoption because they were like, you probably can't bring a kid in that fucking mess. So he went and dug up her grave because he got it rejected from the adoption. So I'll fucking show you. Moskvin also kept detailed notes on each of the bodies. Uh, he'd scrawled down each of their kids' birthdays in his bedroom. A bunch of facts about them. I don't know if they're real facts or fantasy facts, but he had a bunch of facts. Uh, but he would celebrate their, their birthdays with them, holidays with them. That's a fire hazard. Oh, my. <laughs> he thought with the knowledge that he had of the Celtic burial, burial rituals, he could preserve the girls until he could figure out a way to resurrect them. That's so many birthdays. That's oh so many God. candles in that horde. That's such a fire hazard. Yeah, he almost yeah. killed everyone. Not this guy that. has no regard for fire safety. None. <laughs> Not even that. I'm thinking about the doll that has like the music box in there. It's like, okay, Justin Bieber's new album is out there. Do we have Despacito in there or not yet? Oh, I got to download it. <laughs> yeah, like, he changed it out from a music box to a Zoom or something like that. It's yeah. a Bluetooth can, speaker. Yeah, can it's, I just do it? Hey, Siri, can you update the box? Despacito. That's, like, that's what I was going to say. All is hey, girl, Moshe, all is... play Africa by Toto. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa, Alexa, play Sweet Dreams. Yeah. yeah, one of them's named Alexa. One of them's named Siri. <laughs> Alexa just went off. Google. That was mine. Not mine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Alexa, play Bollywood. <laughs> but like, oh my God. Can we just like discuss this a little bit more before you go any yeah, further? Sure. Like what is happening here? The parents are in disregard. This guy is just digging up girls and just keeping them in the house. Nobody's doing nothing. It's crazy. Making medallions Over- and writing hand-drawn certificates of authenticity. <laughs> <laughs> this is 2011. Yep, this is not that long ago. And nobody yeah. caught him for 10 years. That's the crazy part. He yeah. only got caught because he fucking spray painted. If he just would have kept digging up graves. Because he would say he would oh. dig up the grave and then cover it back up so no one would notice even that before that just if if he would have not talked about swastika this would have still been happening you know what i mean like they caught him digging up a grave if he just didn't spray paint the graves they probably would have caught him yeah like if he wasn't desecrating like if he was just leaving it pristine like he was before they probably would have never oh my god i mean who's he hurting at the moment well we'll uh, we'll see well uh, that's the ethical (laughs) dilemma this whole thing it's like I get it. 
there's more to it and then we'll talk about it because like okay. there's a little bit more to it so he also started talking about how he wanted to preserve their dna for when cloning's allowed in russia so whatever uh i honestly just think it's the occult side of things i think it's his celtic rituals he just said oh you guys wouldn't understand my burial rights just fucking let's make sure we can clone them later okay that's what it is it's cloning Moskvin claims that he had no sexual desire for the dolls. He considered them his children. Police tend to agree with this. Oh, well, that makes it okay. <laughs> yeah, they, they tested it. They tested all the dolls. There was no acts of sexual things to it at all. There's a nice mug shot of him if you guys want to go look, look it up. Listener of him, get he, he's on one side and his other side of his face is definitely beat the fuck down. So the cops beat the shit out of him, which is funny. After all that, Mosfin gave the police all the information they could ever want about these girls, where, who they were, how they died, where he dug them up. He said he just didn't choose anybody. Anatoly would sleep on their graves and listen what they had to say. Sometimes the girls would ask him to take them out for a walk. When sleeping on the graves didn't work anymore, this is when he would dig them up and mummify them. Uh, he was charged with the desecration of the grave and hate crimes against Muslims. I really didn't know that would be a thing in Russia to get hate crimes. Like, I don't know much about Russia. Well, they're not doing it against the gays, so good after, good on them for looking after the Muslims. It's exactly what I say now. So the hate crimes drop, but the desecration of graves charges gets you a maximum of five-year sentence in Russia. But if you're gay in Russia, you get beat down in the streets, you rob a bunch of graves, you get five years. So mm. I, I you can get shot right. for being Russian, I, I don't, for being gay in Russia. I don't know. So Moskin's looking at five years in jail. Everyone thought he was crazy. So the judge, before they started the trial, a judge ordered that he needed to see a psychiatrist and get a evaluation. Finally, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. After his evaluation on May 25th, 2012, Moskvin is diagnosed with and they say having a form of paranoid schizophrenia. He admitted to digging up 44 bodies and digging up 150 graves. And you notice how he said 44 and there's Didn't only he only 20s. have 26 in the Exactly. Okay. So he brought ones he didn't like, some of them he brought them back and buried them back. Oh, uh, <laughs> so nice of him. Also, poor things like how bad would it be being rejected after you're dead? Like, yeah. Like, it's like Tinder swiping left when you're dead. Yeah. Like, that's going to be the ultimate, like, I'm dead. You've dug me up. You've gone to a lot of trouble to come here and then go, mm, nah, you don't fit Not my, my type. Sorry. Yeah. Not my type. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, Moskvin had one of the girls for nine years. Tells the police at a certain point that, to not to bother burying the girls again because when he gets out, he's just going to go dig them up again. Oh, okay. That's going to get you longer in jail. <laughs> Mosman was then taken to the psychiatric facility. He got a fine for 75 Celeste, can you get your pussy to calm down, my, please? I feel like it's <laughs> Donut. Donut. <laughs> donut, shut up. Mosman also got a fine for 75,000 uh, whatever rubles. Ru for rubles? Yeah, for moral damages to the families Hang of on. each dug up body. Moral. And What's rubles? I don't know. 000. That's the currency, I guess. No, I know. I know what the currency is. Exchanges. I'm sorry. I, my bad. Yeah. But you know, know, until that point, I'm thinking the baking soda company that was working during that time after his arrest, the company's gone and bankrupt now. Because <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking that his in-laws were able to fix his paranoid schizophrenia when he was a kid. So if they just gave her them more teeth, this wouldn't have happened. They didn't Are you more kidding? Teeth. I 
75,000 rubles is 1,500 Australian dollars. Wait, I'll get it's that for Canada. It's close to Canada. They're both the same Canada. They're, and about, the same. Yeah. They're about the same. Uh, so, yeah, so the 1,500 bucks Canadian. Uh, $1,400. Yeah. <laughs> you guys. Yeah. That's like $600 less for your study permit extension. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is nothing. You I can know. get you can get executed for being gay, but I'm only going to slap you on the hand with $1,500 fine for digging and up bodies and turning them into little humans. Yeah, you haven't, you haven't even seen what he's got for time yet in jail. We just know he can get five years. I don't know if they were going to charge him five years. I've insulted. Every- yeah. Oh, yeah. So, all right. So, I don't. Need, I don't know if he actually ever paid the seventy-five thousand rubles per kid, but I do know that one of the parents of the kid, one of the dads of one of the kids that he dug up, said they didn't want any money from Moskvin, claiming that Moskvin had treated his daughter better than he did when she was alive. I find that believable. Yeah. So, yeah. The old, the dad was like, "Nope, no thanks." I don't. And I don't know if they're going to charge him, like I said, with all five years per grave uh, per kid. Uh, but what I do know is it doesn't really matter. On February 2013, a hearing approved an extension of his uh, psychiatric evaluation. So they couldn't figure out what the fuck he was going on for like four months at this point. Another extension goes on uh, for six months and then another. And then until 2014, when the doctors finally deemed Moskvin not mentally fit for trial. This would mm. keep Moskvin in the psychiatric clinic for treatment for potentially the rest of his life. Uh, they do review his mental state every six months or so to see if he can be released or be recommended for release. In 2016, Moskvin wanted to get out of his psychiatric facility because he met a 25-year-old girl, woman, that it was he was now in love with. And she was uh, one of these crime groupies. She kept going to his trial every day. Nobody really knows what her girl's name is, but he keeps saying, I'm marrying my girlfriend. Let me out. I can marry my girlfriend. No. I wrote here, what does this girl look like? Please tell me. So what do you guys think this 25-year-old girl who wants to bang Anatoly Moskvin looks like? Wait, wait, wait. Is she Russian? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she's huge. Seven feet tall. Okay. Yep. Unbelievably hot. Probably. (laughs) And goth? Or is it just, is she like- Super intelligent too, because I think intelligence goes with like that. Um, Built like a brick shithouse. She's going to be- Russian tractor lady. Yeah. And- Four teeth. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the rest uh, she gave to the in-laws. The, the rest she gave with vodka <laughs> to try and get the nightmares to stop. He wasn't allowed. Six months kept adding. Six Another six months got added until September 2018. Moskvin's doctors say that Moskvin is back to normal and is ready to f- get his treatments from home now. He never was normal. Moskvin is ready to leave. He wants to go do some translating work, teach kids different languages. No. He's ready to leave. The He's ready to leave. Okay. The courts denied him. They said, no, Good. he's sticking around Good. for another six months. Uh, he still refuses to apologize. At a hearing in 2020 to determine whether or not he should be let out for home treatment, he told the mother of Nadia Kar- Chardamova, a, a girl that he kept the longest, Olga, or, or sorry, Nadia was the girl he kept that for nine years. He told the mom that, she was 10 when she died. She was murdered. But he tells her... Wait, by who? Uh, by some crackhead. She was leaving. The mom finally said, yeah, go downstairs and see your grandpa. They were in an apartment building. She walked down the stairs and some crackhead was in the in the, the stairwell oh. and stabbed her in the throat. She was just murdered. The little girl that he kept for the longest. Yeah, sure. It sounds normal. <laughs> it's Russia. It probably happens all the time. Yeah. If so I had yeah, a dollar. He tells the mom, he said, rubble. you abandoned your little girl in the cold. 
Sorry. <laughs> she said it. If, if I had a ruble. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Celeste. That was brilliant. Well done. Insert fanfare here. Well done. Christy, fanfare. Yay. Um, yeah, so he told the mother of that girl that he had for a long time that you abandoned your girl in the cold and I brought her home and warmed her up. He also told her, he also told the judge, he said, they buried their daughter. This is when I believe the rights over them are finished. These girls are girls. They have no parents. So no, I won't apologize. Nadia just wants him to stay in jail for the rest of his life. All right. Uh, after digging Olga, apparently Moskvin would frequently visit her grave and leave notes for her. So he was revisiting, even though he had a, as a doll, he would still go back to her gravesite and leave her notes. They didn't really realize what was going on until afterwards. On holidays, he would leave presents, decorate the site. Nadia knows he is sick. Like the mother knows that he is a sick man, but she's also very bitter saying to the media that he had her for nine years and I had her for 10 this guy should stay in jail forever. She very upset that she visited her daughter over the years and her daughter's body wasn't even there the whole time. But she didn't even know the difference till after. Her argument actually kind of makes me on his side. Yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about the like way- Like you let your daughter get stabbed by a crackhead and exactly. he put a, a Amazon Echo in her chest exactly. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and celebrated her birthdays and like gave her pretty clothes to wear never once molested her yeah. I'm kind which of- we assume that she was already being molested yes that is that is that is implied now- <laughs> <laughs> i think <laughs> as of 2020 moskvin is still in psychiatric care and who knows maybe the 56 year old will make it out one day and finally get married and have a kid of his own I love you. (laughs) I don't want that. I don't. I don't want him to have his own kids because he can't stick music boxes in them. And and could you imagine how good he's going to treat those kids? Like if he can treat corpses that well, he's probably going to be a far better parent than any other crackhead on the street that's just out and having fucking herpes babies and stabbing (laughs) ten-year-olds. Yeah, but then stabbing ten-year-olds. And then he would be like, I don't like my kid anymore. I'm going to go to the graveyard and get myself a fresh yeah, one. Corpse, exactly. Corpses don't talk back. <laughs> you know what? I don't like you no more, Katya. I'm going to find someone else because you two naggy now. Yeah. Okay. Corpses yeah. don't talk back. I get the appeal. Exactly. Yeah. And he was like treating them well. He was watching movies with them. So I don't know. The corpses have, all of them have watched all Mission Impossible movies. They're all up to date <laughs> well, on everything. He never let them pick the movie. What is he going to do when one day they don't want to watch Mission Impossible? One day they're going to like want to watch, what the fuck do kids watch? Coca Melon 600,000 times over and but over again. Toy when you're Story. you're a corpse, you don't age. So you can watch Toy Story over and over and over. You'll just be the same kid forever. Yeah, but if he has a kid is what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't exactly. Think he yeah, would yeah. be a good parent because he was a good doll i don't don't know he's named lord of the mummies lord of the mummies or the doll maker those are the two nicknames that russians gave him that doll maker good that he's a good lord of the mummies for sure i don't think he'll be a good parent i just think give the man his dolls back i don't know i just i feel like an anti-hero but not an anti-hero like i really don't know like he didn't sexually molest them he didn't kill any of them he hasn't done anything that we see from so many mentally ill people over so many different cultures and years. He hasn't done any of that shit. He just really liked these kids and wanted to give them a wonderful life. 
it's just horrific because they were corpses and he put Alexas in their chest. Like, I get the problem with it, but I'm also not, I don't hate the guy. I know. I wouldn't want to be his friend. I'd friend him on Facebook. This is the, this is the, the, the dilemma for me is like, no, if he didn't do the vandalism, nobody would have ever known or been wiser or cared except for him. It was making, it was fulfilling his life. No one even knew. Oh, this is shit, Richard. Yeah. Fuck you. Oh, man, I'm so <laughs> conflicted with this one. I am also conflicted. I mean, it's not okay. I can't, like, I can't say it's okay, but I can't say it's, oh. I would go so far as to say I feel bad for him a little bit. They separated him from his daughter of nine years. Now he's been through the exact same thing as that mom. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> he's now grieving the loss of his 26 children. They only had to grieve one. They only had to grieve one child per like family loss. He's yep. grieving 26 children being taken off. In him. a psych ward, right? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay, so I I'm going to say I think he's the proper bad guy because, first of all, let's say if we'd had a kid, like one corpse and did it and said, okay, she is like my daughter and treat her as a daughter, that's fine. But he was replacing them. And I think that's where the worst thing of him comes out because... No, if he didn't think that he could love them appropriately, he put them back in the grave. Respect or in the garage. The ones he didn't or like to... He what about the ones the who made it in the basement? Yeah. That's okay. what I'm saying. Those kids, okay, you can't do that. yeah, they never had a donut. But I think, I think uh, <laughs> he was he was learning all this stuff, like all the mummification techniques and stuff by himself, reading a bunch of books. He didn't know what he was doing. I feel like some of them he didn't live up to his standard of build. The ones he really liked, you saw there were some of them that looked really good, like they had fucking oh. perfect masks on and everything. I think those are the ones he really liked. It's the ones he fucked up at the beginning. I don't know if that's true, but I'm just saying, I think the ones that he just didn't perfect the way he wanted to, just like it was kind of like a ruined art piece, you know? Because that's the problem with it. They're not people anymore. They're fucking corpses. Okay. So, like, it's an art piece, too. So, question, if we, if we, if we, if he had more space, right? He had 60,000 books, he said, right? Yeah. So, if he had more space, do we think he, like, if we looked at the video that you saw again, most of the stuff had been put away properly. And then when he had excess, that's when it became all over the place. If he had enough space, do we really think that he would have had hoarding conditions or would he have had everything stored away properly and put these girls in even better position? I'm going to say he probably wasn't. The, the focus wasn't keeping those books in order. Yeah. <laughs> the focus was, how do I play with my little girl today? Yeah. I mean, loving the little girls. I believe he loved them. I'm not even fucking kidding. I believe he had a parental feeling for these fucking kids. But I only to think. the ones who were yeah. like perfect and good looking and according to his standards. You, you know don't what know I mean? that that's why he didn't like them. Maybe he was just like, oh shit, that's a dude. But it's not like he can just like, you know, maybe the kid had long hair. Like, and he was just like, this looks good. And then, and then it was a important, important, important. Were there multicultural children? There were some, uh, there were some brown Muslim kids at the end, but there were a lot. Uh, yeah, I, I would assume they're all multicultural. He just looked oh, a little. See, little that's see, beautiful. Young. I'd never adopt a brown kid. You know how hard it is to have that all light set up in a family picture when there's one darker kid and everybody else? (laughs) 
Mate, I'm the opposite. I'm the one who in every picture that I have taken of me at work for, for stuff, like there's this actual photo that people keep showing up and I'm right in the middle under a downlight and I am gone. Like <laughs> I am just a wash. All you can see is my little eyes and my hair. That's it. So I'm the opposite. Whenever I have photos and there's more like too much light, I just disappear. Yeah. So I, I have the opposite problem to you, mate. But multicultural yeah. babies, right? Celeste could be right. She could have dug them up, realised because he's, smart with this shit that it's actually a boy and he only wants daughters he didn't have any sexual attraction to them he didn't care about what color they were oh man but that's an assumption that we don't know because why would look matters if he had no sexual intentions well it doesn't they had them under masks so exactly i don't think it's looks in that way what you're thinking i think it's like you're trying to build uh anything but it doesn't look like what you wanted so you go this is shit and you throw it out it's not like looks like this is pretty it's more like this is not functional because she's rotted too much at this point mm. or i didn't mummify her properly there's a lump on her cheek and the fucking teddy bear mask doesn't fit anymore yeah whatever the fuck it is, i shouldn't have right? changed my baking soda company i knew that was the crap one exactly. <laughs> this nylon is not good you know but the best one comes from australia and no, i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't um yeah. <laughs> i don't know i don't know it's obviously fucked and i think you should probably not dig up people's graves but i mean no harm the parents didn't even care no one cared now that he's like outed i mean we're it's, this is the 21st century we're progressive people will probably just donate their kids corpses to him that's what i said there should be a check off on like a, the donate when you want to donate your organs you can just say like there's one that just says anatoly moskvin and just Take my kid. You treat them good now. Your turn. That's exactly it. I feel like they would treat the corpse well. And I don't have time for that. I don't have time for corpse maintenance. Yeah, think about how much money you'd save in grave plots and fucking caskets and funerals and shit. Can we visit our kid if we give it to you? Like, can we have, like, a plan for our year where we can visit our own kid, corpse, for, like, six times a week? No, all I want is an apple and a tooth. (laughs) 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 but that... But, to, okay, 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 okay. Going down that path, people get their pets taxidermied so that they can have them in their house, right? If I can't taxidermy my kid, which also probably wouldn't, and also don't want them in a grave, and I can give it to this guy who puts them in a glass box and looks after them really well, and I know he's not having sex with them, and then I can go and see that kid whenever I like. Yeah. I personally wouldn't do it, but I know that there are probably people out there that would have, like, enjoy to be able to have that option to go up and talk to their baby russia's known for this shit don't they have like stalin in a fucking frozen in a case and like red square or whatever like it's not like this is super foreign for russians to have weird corpses around okay if it's in russia if i'm donating my kid i want a flight a year paid for to go there i'm not paying squillions of dollars to go and see the kid if they want to keep my kid's corpse over there also I'm ethnically different to Russians. I've got an Australian kid I can add to your little. Exactly. Multicultural right up. So just pay for my flight and you can have my kid. He looks like a dad. He looks like a dad. Yeah. Well, he is the 26 children. (laughs) A very, very busy dad. (laughs) But imagine how much money he would make during like Egyptian century. Like he's just in a bad civilization. Imagine back with Nefertiti when he would be alive. This guy would be the hero. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. My yeah. God. And and in like South America, 
Yeah, he would. My God, he could open this up. He could open this up to the world and he could have all the babies. Anatoly's cremated or not our mummified children, like just around the world. Like yeah. Madame Tussauds. <laughs> Madame Tussauds. There you go. Absolutely. Right? Okay. See, there has to be limits though, because you can't start like. Someone get the domain name real quick. All right, Masha, it's time for your ballet class. And he just brings the corpse to ballet and all the kids are freaked out. Like there's got to be See, again, I would be okay with that. Things. We just need to normalize it so the kids won't be freaked out by it. But if we start <laughs> at like a Madame Tussauds kind of thing. My kids got a legacy after too. Like they yeah. get to be like an attraction in a museum. Like I'm, I'm on board. I don't know. And you get I to think- learn about the baby's family. You get to learn about like who they were beforehand, true, though, their likes, their dislikes. No, but being, being like super serious, like people just make death icky for no reason. Like it's not that, eh? like really it isn't. It's not that it's, it's gross. It's gross. We all think it's gross. No, but no, it's, it's not really. It but smells. Body Worlds is awesome. Body world yeah, is sick, and that's sure. the same thing. It's just corpses. Yeah. But we, exactly. But if it was legalized or whatever, if he was allowed to do this, he could have a better way of doing it. Right now, he's just running off a fucking box of shit from the fridge. You know what I mean? He could have like that plastic shit that Body Works has. You could make them like perfectly dolls. Like if they allowed it, like it would be less weird. So this is the position that we're taking. We would like him to have. Body well, it depends. Works. How how much do we think we're going to get cancelled over this? Like, <laughs> oh, I don't care at this point. I'm firmly stating my position. That is where I am at right now. Give the man his dolls back. <laughs> Give the man the facilities and the time and the the social services to be able to do this properly and give the respect to the life that they lived. You know what? I was very torn coming into this about how I thought about it because what's he harming, but it's also creepy. But when Celeste, the best part about the best point that you made out of this whole thing was like, you're, you let your daughter get stabbed by a crackhead and he treated her better. Like that yeah. makes so much sense. Like give him his kids. Don't dig them. Just ask for permission. Yeah. What are we going to do? We're either going to burn them and turn them into a pot of ashes and then keep it on the mantelpiece or scatter it somewhere. Or we're going to put them in a box underneath the ground to rot away. Or I could send it to this really smart man with all the facilities to pristinely preserve them in their favourite place, talking about their favourite things and looking after them for the rest of their corpse life. No, I know. It's weird. It's it's weird to agree with this guy. I agree. Like it's our brains aren't wired for it, but it's true. It's not that fucked up. I have one more scenario, actually. What if... (laughs) <laughs> what if he's like 12, 11 years old? It's a very cold Russian day. It's just horrible. It's it's minus 40. He comes home. He's tired. He's taking a shower. It's a nice hot shower. And he just kind of extends his wire. hands to get a towel. <laughs> and there's a live wire. And he dies. <laughs> <laughs> he can't be the only guy like this, surely. He could, he could do like Willy Wonka to find his heir. <laughs> A golden ticket. But instead of a, a golden finger, a golden <laughs> tooth, a golden a tombstone. Golden apple. That's where it all started. Oh, yeah. It's got to be yeah. a golden apple. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, look, I'm, I don't know. I mean, legally, I can't agree with him. And ethically, <laughs> I just, I don't know that it's the most, I don't know. His attitude is what gets me. That's, I think the whole thing is his attitude is not, horrible he's not a horrible person that's where it kind of gets me he's he doesn't have motives to upset anyone he doesn't have motives to make anyone hurt 
He doesn't have motives to give himself grandeur. There's literally nothing in his personality traits that you've described that even goes remotely close to anything psychopathic. He doesn't have, yeah, he might have schizophrenia, sort of. They said maybe. A type of, a type of schizophrenia. But like, I feel like that's a catch-all to, to play. Yeah, like he's normal, but he digs up graves. So he's so not. I don't know what to say. Paranoid schizophrenia. That's what we're going with. I, I feel like, because it says a form of paranoid schizophrenia. So what does that even mean? I assume that's him like thinking that he can talk to them, but that's being a dad. Is that man. any? Is that any different to? Oh, like is that any different to, like uh, I suppose kids having imaginary friends or uh, does he think that they talk back to him or just that he talks to them? No, he even says like he tells uh, the guy later that I'd eat supper with them, but I would they wouldn't eat. I would just eat, but they'd sit there with me and I'd offer it to them. Like you just. Oh, see, that's like talking to your dog, right? Like, you know, the dog can't listen to you. You know that they're not like engaging back with you. So this guy is, I I don't know. I reckon they just had to label him with something because he dug up graves. If he honestly doesn't think that they can talk back and he understands that they're dead, he doesn't have a psychological disorder. True. I feel like it's the same thing back in the day when, doctors tried to like, you know, dissect bodies to learn. And it was like a big taboo because it was just human body. It's the same thing. If there's proper permission, then the families are okay. If it's a legal thing, go with it. I think it's not a problem. I think why not? People are having their statues when they're living for egoistic purposes, right? What I mean? And then- Egotistic. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. But- this is for a cause you know what i mean like you want to remember the person for the life lived and i guess if there are proper permissions and if it's legally right do it why not oh yeah now that we've said that he doesn't think they talk back i don't think this guy has a psychological disorder i think he's he thinks differently and he genuinely cares about these lives that weren't he legit like he legit wants these kids to be come back to life whether it's Hmm. through his rituals or if it's through DNA cloning, like he lit, like, that's his motivation. He, he feels bad that these kids are dead and they should have another chance. And until <sighs> then, he'll take care of them. There's a lot to that, though. I mean, what he studied, you said he studied uh, um, the occult. Yeah, yeah no, what he, he Celt- studied, he Celtic studied folklore. cultural context in yeah. ancient languages. Yeah. yeah. Right. And a big part of ancient culture was what they did with the dead and preserving them was often a big part of that. And I think contextually, he just kind of drew from that in a different mindset that in a way that we don't think anymore. Exactly. It wasn't icky. It wasn't sick. It was a sign of respect. No, I agree with you. And he couldn't have kids. That's the other thing too, is he's always been weird. He's probably never been laid. And he's kind of like, okay, well, they've refused me for adoption. I have no way of being eligible for an adoption. And I am too weird to meet somebody who's willing to have children with me. So, And he's married and he was respectful. He was married to a dead woman and he's respectful to that relationship. (laughs) That's part of it too. And he had a lot of love to give. So I guess he just found a way. I kind of think that's actually true. I genuinely think he just had a lot of love to give. Yeah. <laughs> and no one to give it to. He thought differently. Absolutely. Because he, he never learned anything about the modern culture at all. Like he was just learning about ancient stuff and he was talking about different languages. And I guess you're right, Celeste. That's where that spark happened. And 
it just kind of came out like this. I don't hate the guy. No. Let, let's give him. Let's give him away. It, okay. I don't necessarily think I would go down this path, but I know that there would be people out there who, if they had the opportunity to put their child to rest in a way that wasn't in a grave or in a crematorium, like if they had the opportunity to, to like celebrate their child, I honestly believe there would be an uptake of people who would take this up. The same people that, that taxidermy their pets, the same people that still walk around with, I don't know, a bit of blood or a bit of hair in a vial of their child. Like there is so many people who would take the offer up to respectfully exalterate, ex exonerate, no, exalt their child into, the, into what they were to that parent in that life after their life. Like I really think there would be an uptake in it. Yeah. And I think, honestly, I think this whole thing is only illegal or creepy because okay i when i played that video for you guys all three of you guys went Ugh! and then we all thought about it and i don't think people think about shit right i don't i think they just went that's icky bad you're in jail now but i i'm telling you if people have thought about this more like nothing was bad happened except for him getting caught if he didn't get caught none of this would happen he'd still be in there just yeah. there's a lot of room to speculate when you don't know the whole story too yeah, it's... because it was like okay they proved that it wasn't a sex thing okay that's mm -hmm. a big concern off the off my mind because everybody seems to think that everything neuroatypical yep. is a sex thing well yeah but it's not in this case a sex thing and that makes it instantly in my book something i can think about rationally yeah, yeah. like could you imagine right like could you imagine so say for example your babies your babies as they are now the one do you, submit do you have babies no okay picture you have a little brown submit right little Aww. little brown, brown baby yeah oh he's he's adorable look at these gorgeous eyes as they are right now without the context of your relationship with them you know how much you love them and how how big they are in your world if they were not a part of your world and they were taken they were taken from someone else looking at it objectively would you not want that child that you know is a, a wonderful, enigmatic human being to be treated with the respect they deserve if that other parent just threw him in the grave well, kicked him out, didn't even care? Absolutely. And, you know, I feel like there's a life behind or beyond this life. And that's what we talk a lot in, in our Hinduism too. And that's why we, we cremate rather than bearing. But I mean, if it's if it's okay with the family, if the sentiment has been respected the way it was, mm. why not? I mean, I'm saying, you know, for your boombox and for your Alexa, I'll give you my password for my iTunes, my Prime Music, <laughs> my Netflix. Play Enjoy. their favorite song. Yes. Play I'll, their favorite song over and over again. I'll introduce some Bollywood in your playlist. Mm. Do it. Why not? I am. Right supporting this okay different context different context i would like it if this guy did that for me when i died so if <laughs> i die not my kids if we're not talking about kids if i had the option to be like this for the rest of my life with all the glory with all of the glory oh for the rest of my dead life all of my glory, all of the things that uh, I love around me. And then like, I don't know, a little scripture, a little book that explains who I am and what I've done. No one gives a shit about that, but I would love it. I would think that's fantastic. I want Christy to do that when I die here. I want to be taxidermied. And okay, her well, I've already I said this. I want her grave to... to be a pokey stop. I do. I want both. Now her statue. 
There are statues of Pokestop. I've already said, I don't want Chrissy to move on. I want to be strapped to a dolly and I want her to take me everywhere and act like <laughs> And he can help you with that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> he can help me. And if it's not making Christy's life miserable, having to drag my corpse everywhere, put me in a glass box and then make her come over and spe- spend time with me all the time. Just put her in the glass box, still alive. That's actually even better. <laughs> my favorite things. She has to be in the box with me. Give her some snacks. She'll be fine. So, okay, so yeah, I think we're all pretty much on his side right now, which is good. We need to, but we also need to open it up, not to just keep, oh no, kids make it niche and wonderful. All right, fine. I'll take, all right, take it off. Not adults. Yeah, They're no, fine. adults are like the body world stuff. Kids are more this, or are dolls. Kids are open to being dolls. Yeah, nostalgia. Oh, boys, they'll get the G.I. Joe, I guess. Or anybody wants a G.I. Joe, you get to pick. You can't just have a doll. What if I want to be like- Well, if we leave it up to him- I want karate chop arm. But if we want- open it up to other people who are like him, he can specialize in the girl dolls. And then we can have other people that specialize action in arms. different dolls. Karate yeah, chop like action, button. yes. <gasps> Push me in the back and I go. Exactly. Oh, I want a full <laughs> string that says racist stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you going to do? Kill me? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many, how many ticks on the um, racist bot? racist thing did we get she broke oh, we'll, her computer we'll get to it we're not done yet oh we don't know how many yet yeah i i i'm done i think we all agree that this guy we're kind of on his side should there be a punishment though even though we're all on his side like should no. there be a punishment for that because the parents didn't know it was not consensual no yeah but you said that bot, um corpses aren't human so i agree Look, okay here's the thing you stop watching your kid they go get stabbed by a crackhead you put them in a grave. You're still not watching them. They get picked up by a loving father that treats them better. Either way, you're not watching your kid. So yeah. does it matter? And in addition to that, even though you visited your kid's grave afterwards, you still didn't know that the kid is gone. So. Uh, see, the only one I'd say I disagree with that is the woman that went to a kid's grave all the time. That was the crackhead. That was the crackhead mom one. Yeah. Same lady. Yeah. But it wasn't the dad. That was two people that commented on this entire thing. Two of the yeah. victims, or I shouldn't say victims, the doll parents. The one was the crackhead girl that he had longest. And the other one was that dad that didn't want any money because he treated her better than he ever did. Mm. Like Anatoly treated his daughter better than he ever did. And he might have had a sense of that too, for whatever reason. Like, I mean, the first girl that he picks was murdered at 10 years old because of, it, you know, parental neglect negligence yeah yeah like i mean maybe it was just genuinely like a like i'm so desperate to love something how could someone let this happen to you i'll take you home i'll take care of you and then it snowballed from there maybe he's the ultimate empath he's an x-man maybe some of the ones he put back were like dressed really nicely like maybe he just picked the ones that looked like they were like dressed the shittiest. Yeah, he he, he found all their food. He, sorry, he found all their clothes and stuff in the trash. So maybe, but I doubt it. I just think it was whatever was discarded, whatever was easiest is what he dressed them up in. No, 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 no. Like buried, like the the corpses oh, they oh, found yeah, yeah, and decided yeah, yeah. he didn't want. Maybe they just were dressed really nice and had pearls, and they were like, "You probably had a good life. You were taken care of." Yeah. Uh, no shame yeah. Can we ask him, Richard? Can you go and see if we can talk to him? If I spoke Russian. Uh, it's thousand dollars from Canada and from Australia. It's kind of like eight hundred dollars. So if you wanna, I'm ready. Eight hundred dollars to Russia? You're full of shit. Hang on. Well, I checked it from Canada. I don't know. I will give him ten rubles and an apple. And a tooth. I'll give him a tooth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. See, that's like everything he wants in this world, right there, except a 
dead girl, I suppose. I just have to ask the tooth fairy, and I think there's some teeth around this house. The tooth fairy hit took. Oh, gross. I do want to talk to him, though. I would actually like to, like, talk to him about this. I find I'm it not f- interesting. I'm not fine. I, I would love to talk to this guy, for sure. And he's, like, stuck. I, what I really do think is crazy about him is he stuck to his guns all this time about, like, you guys are the bad guys, not me. And he says it in court and he yells at them. How like, many languages did you say he speaks? 13. 13. And English 13, has yeah. got to be one of them. Probably. I, I, they never said what languages he spoke, which is kind of unfortunate. I was Can we write him? We could try. I, I don't know any numbers. I'd have to look it up, but we could try for sure. Yeah, be like, excuse me. I want to hear from you because I want to figure out what I want to be involved in this. And I've never wanted to be involved in anything like this in my life. Hang on select dates it's gonna cost me three grand Ooh, yeah well no well i can't go to russia sorry guys we'll take your tooth that's fine. yeah i'll send my we tooth can to you guys. we can write him a letter he'll probably write us back because i would like genuinely to chat with him. yeah i'm looking right now i don't i'm when i wrote uh write a letter to anatoly moskvin it has all remember i said he would leave letters for the girl on her grave there's like I, I didn't read this article. This interesting article. He'd always sign them DA, meaning Dor- Dorby Angel or Kind Angel. So he would be like signing himself as an angel, like their angel. So you love these kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Richard, that was a beautiful story. Yeah. <laughs> I told you it was going to be creepy, but I guess yeah. I changed my mind. Look. I thought he was having sex with them. That was like my mindset the whole time. And then as soon as you said he wasn't, I was like, wait, what? Then why is this so bad? <laughs> the couple now have a son who they say has restored their faith in life see they didn't give a shit about their dad yeah meanwhile he just wants her corpse back just got to be a way to write this guy I, i'd be interested to see if you guys like i, I will probably won't write him but if you if you do write him let me know i would like to see that that come in that'd be interesting as fuck yeah i would be a part of that too butter chicken for you sir <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Unethical Podcast. If you're not in the Facebook group, stop being such a silly goose and come find us at Unethical, the official Unethical Podcast group. If you find you just can't handle the anticipation until the next episode, then it's a great time to join our Patreon, where we have a ton of extra unethical content, and of course, our brother podcast, Private Dicks. And in case you didn't hear the good news, Private Dicks is now Public Dicks. Every two weeks, an episode of season one will drop wherever you eat your podcasts, and our lucky Patreon patrons are literally living in the future, listening to new episodes from season two. On the fence about it, have a listen to the trailer and see what you think. If you've got a case, big or small, give the private dicks a call. And yes, the phone number is real. Enjoy! Have you got a mystery that needs solving? Where is Amelia Earhart? We know. Who the hell was D.B. Cooper? Bah, easy. Bermuda Triangle? Probably solve that one next. Here at Private Dicks, we guarantee a mystery solved every episode. That's with a capital G. Every second Friday, the Private Dicks take a client, record their session, and solve the world's greatest mysteries. One by one. Private Dicks solve them, no problem. God, I love just crushing mysteries. Search up Private Dicks on your favorite podcatcher and you can solve a mystery too. The mystery of what's your favorite podcast? It's Private Dicks. Another one solved. If you have a mystery to be solved, call 1-855-
P-R-V-T-D-I-X. That's 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS. Call 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS and leave us the rundown of the case. Maybe the dicks will solve it. It's 855-PRIVATE-DICKS. Because I'm straight when it comes to humans, but fucking gay from old people.